You are listening to motivational quotes and inspirational life stories from real life people just like you. I'm your host, Victoria Johnson. You can learn more about me and my number one best-selling book at victoriajohnson.org. It's time to share our experiences and motivate and inspire you. So let's get started. Hello, amazing podcast listeners and viewers. Welcome back to another podcast with my guest today, who is Brian Smith. And I got to tell you, it is nice to have a man on the podcast. So often I am interviewing women, so it's nice to have that man to balance things out. Just to tell you a little bit about Brian, he is a trial attorney by day. He is also a musician and writer and the creator of the Dream Path podcast. And I was checking this out prior to recording, and it is really interesting. He explores the artistic journeys of musicians, filmmakers, writers, painters, you know, all these types of creative people from all around the world. So welcome to the show, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. It is absolutely my pleasure. And you know, I have so many questions, I don't even know where to begin. But I think what I am going to start with is how do you go from trial attorney to a podcast host? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> it's kind of a long story. I have been, I guess, a musician and an aspiring writer for quite some time. I've been playing guitar since my teens and piano since grade school. So I have a creative, you know, spirit, I guess you would say. And then I, in school, I kind of got on this path, this very intellectual path of getting into the law. And the law is, it can be creative. I mean, I am a trial attorney, so I have to tell stories for a living, my client's story, and I have to discover my client's story. So in order to tell a story, you have to know what the story is. And I found that the legal work that I was doing actually made me a pretty good listener because I have to listen to my clients and really understand where they're coming from in order to convey that to the insurance adjuster or to the jury or to the mediator. And at the same time, I was also feeling a little burned out after 20 years of representing folks in really awful situations. I represent a lot of survivors of sexual abuse against um, the church and government organizations that failed to protect them. And it, it kind of weighs on you after a while. And I needed something that was different than the law and different than the contentious nature of litigation. And I was at the Sundance Film Festival in 2019, January 2019, when I had been kicking around this idea of a podcast and it just through luck, a friend of a friend knew somebody who had a film at the festival and that person agreed to be my guest on the show, even though I didn't even have a name of the show at that point. And so I had this connection and I had this possibility of starting to interview creatives. And I've always wanted to explore that subject with creatives, people who make the leap of, okay, this is, this is just a hobby to now this is what I'm doing for a living. This is how I'm paying the bills. How do you do that? I think that takes great courage. And fast forward to after the film festival, trying to get this interview scheduled. And it turns out that this guest who had a film in the festival was nominated for an Oscar. Not only was she nominated, she won. Uh, it was, her name is Rika Zetabchi. She's episode three and she won for best documentary short. So right after she won the Oscar, I interviewed her and it really inspired me that I would have access to folks who are really tuned into various industries, music, film, television, writing. These are accessible people. 
they're human beings. They want to tell their story. So why can't we provide them a platform to do that? And why can't I be the one to do that? So that's kind of, I mean, that's the nutshell version. There's a lot more to it. There's other conversations that I had that were inspirational that kind of drove me, you know, funneled me into this path. But that's where I'm at. It's a nice way to get excited about things in a new way. Vocationally, great. I have a legal job. And that pays my bills and my retirement and my kids' college, and that's great. But it can be soul-crushing. I don't care what job you have. If that's all you're doing is your job, and that's defining you, and you're identifying with that job as you, that's not healthy. You need to find something else to do to expand your horizons. So sorry for the long-winded ramble there, but that's my... (laughs) That's my answer. You know, I am really glad that you shared every part of that. First of all, it's incredibly motivating to people who are in the workplace right now, maybe doing a nine to five, or maybe they're not working at all, but they've always had this dream that they wanted to pursue. And so often people are not willing to start until they've figured out every little detail. And what I love about your story is that you started long before the details were figured out, right? With having that guest lined up, going to the film festival, not even knowing what your podcast was going to be called. Right. You know, that is just such a great lesson to anybody listening. Go ahead and start before you're ready. I think that's a great point. I tend to get obsessed with You know, whether it's, uh, okay, let's pick a topic like screenwriting. I have multiple screenplays going on at any given time. And I've always wanted to write a screenplay. And that's just kind of one one of my dreams. But it's very easy to get locked into this cycle of tech and gear. And all right, what's the best program? What books do I need to read? And it's the prep that we obsess over and it stops us from actually doing the thing. And, you know, there's all these sayings about, this concept, which is, you know, done is better than perfect. Don't let, you know, the perfect be the enemy or don't let the good be the enemy of the, I don't know. I forget what that saying is, but I think you know what I'm getting at, which is we procrastinate through preparation. And I think that's a form of anxiety and fear that we really, we don't call it that. We don't want to accept that when we overly prep for something, that's actually fear. And I think if you jump into something and just figure it out as you go, you're actually going to make more progress than you would otherwise. Absolutely. And one thing that I coach people on that subject that I think is what you're saying is I tell people, you're going to change your mind anyways. Like, let's use the podcast for an example, right? You didn't even have a name for it. You could have had like the best business plan laid out in front of you, but chances are you'd have changed your mind anyways, three episodes in, seven episodes in and started changing parameters. So keeping that in mind to anybody who's listening, you know, just absolutely go for it. You're going to change your mind anyways, right? You're going to change things along the way as you go. The other piece that you mentioned when you were sharing your opening remarks was that you mentioned that people identify who they are with what they do. And for me, I remember a time about 20 years ago where I I had a lot of people I was responsible for. There was probably about 50 and most of them were in the construction trades. And I had to be pretty tough just to kind of get through the days. And so I got this reputation of being tough. I told myself that was who I was and believed it to be true. When truthfully, the opposite is true. I have a very soft heart and I just had put those walls up, but I had identified myself as being, I'm trying not to use the B word on this show, but to keep it nice and clean, but I had identified Mm -hmm. myself as being tough, right? Mm -hmm. And so once I was out of that position, I was able to relearn who I am. 
And I don't ever want it to get that place for our listeners. So how would you advise them on how to not get so sucked into what they identify themselves as in terms of their job and be able to even open the door to creative outlets? That's a great question. I think it's hard to understand or perceive that you are identifying with your profession as you when you're in it. It's like you're, you can't see the forest through the trees type of thing. You're too mired in the stress of whatever you're doing and the demands of the job and your ambitions and your goals and all of those things that we are tied into a career. It's very difficult to see that we are in fact identifying too much with that profession. And we aren't tapping into our true identity. And how do you do that? I think you have to have time to reflect. So there needs to be, whether it's meditation, and I don't meditate. So I wish, it's one of those things I wish I did. (laughs) You know, maybe there are little glimpses throughout the day where I do meditate, where I'm sort of tuning out devices and I'm, I'm really connecting with my breath. But I am not, I don't want to pretend to be some type of a... Um, you know, a guru on, on meditation. But, you know, we do need to slow down a little bit and reflect on our where we're at in our career and where we're at with our goals. What do we want to achieve in life? And I think if you make a list of everything that you want to achieve and it's all related to money or advancement in your job, becoming a manager, become, you know, going up the corporate ladder, you start to see a pattern that it's all job related, I think you're missing something. I think there's something there. There's a void that needs to be filled. And I think creative endeavors fill that void and they help reveal our true selves in a way. And I know that's kind of of woo-woo, but one of the reasons I started the podcast was to find out who I am through finding out who other people are. You know, revealing their stories, by revealing their stories and telling their stories, through these interviews, in a way, I'm kind of finding out who I am and I'm finding my own voice. So I don't know if I answered your question directly, but that's my my best answer. To get out a pen and paper, and I'm saying pen and paper and not your device, but get out a pen and paper and make that list. What is it that you want to achieve? Because for so many of us, there's going to be two things. It's going to be either job related or it's going to be revolving around other people. I want this for my spouse. I want this for my kids. You know, I want this for the house, but never really going, dropping down into that level about what is it that I want? What makes me happy? What is going to fulfill my interests? And, you know, even just talking about this podcast, and I do want to mention before we go any further, it is Dream Path Podcast. The website is dreampathpodcast.com and on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Dream Path Pod. Do be sure to check it out. There's lots of interesting things going on there. Dreampathpodcast.com. Today we are talking to Brian Smith. And so Brian, what I wanted to talk to you about is when we do that. And then we get into this place where we are not even able to identify what it is from a creative standpoint that we would enjoy. How do you go forward? Like, I'm sure that it is, it's a process. And to get from trial lawyer and musician to podcast host, what was a bit of that process? It's hard to describe because it took place over quite a long period of time. There was a a period where I knew I was burned out with my job. And I knew if I didn't do something different, and it could have been as radical as just me quitting. I mean, that could happen. I could just leave my career of 20 years and do something different. But I didn't want to do something that radical because I liked what I did. And so I think listening to podcasts and really 
connecting with certain podcasters, that was an inspiration for me. So I found that certain podcasters had a knack for pulling stories out of guests. And I admired that because as a trial lawyer, I admired it even. I'm like, wow, they really know how to connect with people. And also, I think creatively with my writing and my music, there has always been a block that prevented me from going to the next level. And so I have this natural curiosity to talk to people that don't have that block. Or they, maybe they did, but they moved past it. And how did they get where they're at? And what was their thought process when they decided to become a full-time musician? And you know what I found out through asking many professional musicians and writers and filmmakers the same question, you know, was there ever a choice for you? And, you know, what did that look like? What were the crossroads? And they're really, the last guest I interviewed, David Frangioni, who's the the publisher of Modern Drummer Magazine, and he's Errol Smith's music technologist, and he's this really talented, eclectic guy. He's writing a biography called No Plan B. And that's kind of the theme for a lot of the guests that I talk to. There's no plan B. They really dive into whatever it is they're doing creatively without any notion that there's another choice. And see, that's been my problem in life. I don't know if you call it a problem, but that's just where I have been because I'm so logical. I'm like, well, I need a backup plan. You know, I, I can't just decide to go paint for a living, <laughs> become a, you know, a modern or, a, you know, an abstract painter or a musician. I need a backup plan. And if you have the backup plan, I think that really holds you back. So going back to your original question, you know, how do you find out what you need to do to get out of this rut? I think that's kind of the, the gist of what you're asking. And I go back to reflecting quietly, but also listening to stories from other people. And I think the best form to do that is podcasts. And that's what I love about podcasting is you get a peek inside the world, inside the orbit and mind of people that you would never otherwise have access to. And you get to hear their stories. You know, how did they do, how, how did they get to the point in their career where they can make a living doing whatever they're doing. It doesn't ha- even have to be creative. It can be you know, an online business or there's so many different... There's 950,000 podcasts out there. So <laughs> there's plenty yes. to choose from and to get to draw inspiration from. Uh, but that's my... Again, I'm kind of long-winded on this stuff because I don't know that there's ever really a right or wrong answer to it. I think it's almost like that domino effect. You always just need to keep moving forward and then the next thing is revealed to you. And Mm -hmm. when you do that step, the next thing is revealed to you. And we just go forward in that way. For me, that's been my experience anyways as getting to the place where I became a podcast host. And... Just, you know, it's for me, it's something that I absolutely love to do. I put out four podcasts a week. This is my absolute favorite thing. If you would have asked me a year ago if it was, I wouldn't have thought it would be. So try new things is what I'm trying to convey to the guests that are listening today. Try new things, you know? And I, uh, I, I think you're right. I mean, sorry to interrupt you there, but I didn't want to lose track of something that you said. You focused on doing something and then moving on to the next thing. And I think what you're trying to get at is don't plan too far ahead because you need to be in the moment. That's right. And I think that that's what is going to result in more peace and happiness for us all is if we are in the moment and we're aware and we're listening to as woo-woo as this sounds to the universe and we're being intentional with what we want to do next. And don't think too far ahead. If you're too far in the future, you're not in the now. The now is where all of the opportunities are. 
And if you listen and, and you're not too transactional about things, you know, with your networking and your relationships that you're building, if you're driven by your passion, by your curiosity, as opposed to financial gain or, you know, trying to get more Instagram followers and how am I going to do this and that? If you're focusing on the now, it's going to come naturally and it's just going to be like a snowball effect because that type of passion and presence is contagious and people want to be around that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm striving for is just to live in the moment. And I'm telling you, I'm not always, I'm rarely in the moment. (laughs) I've got a a narrative in my head where I'm spinning all kinds of, you know, on a loop, you know, conversations that I had and things I should have said differently. And why did they treat me that way? And then also in the future, you know, what am I going to do to get to this point? And those are, it's pollution of your mind. If, if you've ever read Eckhart Tolle, he's kind of the guy that I go back to who wrote A New Earth and The Power of Now, kind of a Buddhist type of mm-hmm. philosophy. But that really is the thing that grounds me to pull back into the moment and listen and really figure out what you want to do next without thinking too far ahead. Absolutely. And developing that belief. You know, I always like to share a motivational quote. And the quote that comes to mind when I hear you talking is Louise Hay. And she always said, the point of power is in the present moment, right? That is your point of power. The point of power is in the present moment. And another thing that, you know, I truly believe is that everything that we need to know is revealed to us at exactly the right time. And so, like you said, going back to the not planning too far ahead or not being too regimented in uh, where it is that things are going, still having a goal, still having a plan, but allowing for the universe to guide and direct and being open to change. And You know, it's just such a beautiful thing that you're doing, drawing out these stories of people, sharing them with the world. I want to thank you for being that inspiration for so many people listening today to know that, you know, you may be a a medical doctor, you may be a lawyer, you may be someone who is a stay-at-home mom. It doesn't matter what you are doing. It doesn't matter if you're working full-time or part-time. It doesn't matter. You still have a creative desire inside of you. And I just want to encourage everyone to do what Brian has done and to uncover that and to follow it. Because I can imagine just based on my own personal experience, how much joy that's brought into your life. Oh, yeah. And you said it well. I mean, the advice that you just gave to your listeners is very well said and succinct. But yeah, joy is a word that I don't use very often because I probably haven't had a lot of experience with joy. And I don't think a lot of us do. We're really bogged down in a a lot of stress with our careers and our families and uh, working multiple jobs and both parents working and taking care of kids. And and then all of the the anxiety that's in our, that sort of permeates our culture and especially with our young people. I think that we're as adults dealing with not only our own anxiety, but a really profound sense of anxiety with young people that we're trying to help them cope with. And so we're, we're not feeling or experiencing joy very often. But you have that's a great word because I have with this podcast felt joy. It's the joy of that connection, human connection that you and I are having right now despite our distance through this technology face to face on Zoom. The joy of uncovering people's stories when we really don't have that opportunity to understand other people's journeys 
unless it's through human connection. And the podcasts allow us to do that. And I'm so glad to hear that you were someone who appreciates the story. I can tell you, like you just said, and thank you for pointing that out to the listeners, how often you know we may hear, whether it's one or two sentences or the whole story of someone else's experience and a piece of our life, whether we realize it needs healing or not, is healed. We realize that we're not alone. We realize that we are all connected and that we all have the same desires, like the same desire to be accepted as who we are, the same desire to fit in, you know, that companionship. And I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And before I let you go, I want to thank you for the day job that you have. And, you know, to be someone who is an advocate and a lawyer defending and helping people who have been victims of sexual abuse, to me is the most honorable thing that anyone could do. And I thank you so much for that and for the contribution that you're making to each one of those lives and the lives of their families. Victoria, thank you for saying that. It's an honor to be chosen to represent survivors of sexual abuse. And it's something that I hope to do for the rest of my career. And thank goodness I have uh, the counterbalance of <laughs> this yes. creative, creative endeavor of talking to people like you to kind of keep me from uh, getting too you know, sad, basically, uh, and dragged into really awful, the awful reality that perpetrators can do this to children. That's why I started the podcast. And But it, it really does help me continue forward battling on behalf of my clients. And I appreciate your comments. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here. And I know my listeners well enough to be able to say that we are all behind you. And the next time you find yourself weighed down after a particular heavy day, know that we are here cheering you on and thanking you oh, for all that you do. You're very sweet, Victoria. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I do want to mention again, the podcast is Dream Path Podcast. Be sure to check it out. The website is dreampathpodcast.com. On social media, Dream Path Pod. That is Instagram and YouTube. I would love to have you back again sometime, Brian. And thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Victoria. You take care. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. It is my true desire that you have been inspired and felt a sense of connection with the words being shared. If you have an inspirational story to share on how you have overcome adversity and created an exceptional life, please visit my website, victoriajohnson.org. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next time.